0: Hey everybody, it's Blaze. Welcome back to Full Spectrum Feeling. You know, last week we talked about setting great boundaries and we focused mostly on how we wanna be received or doing our work and what we say yes and no to. But this week I wanna actually talk about how we do this in general, if we're a people pleaser. If you're the one that everyone goes to and asks, Hey, can you help? Hey, can you do this? Hey, will you sort this out for me? And as someone who is very willing to say yes and wants to help people a lot, I know very personally and intimately the sheer amount of resentment that builds up when I say yes too many times or I say yes to things that I wasn't really feeling in the first place because I didn't speak my boundary. I didn't say, Hey, this isn't something that I wanted to do. Is it really that important or could you do it yourself? And I actually, I want to unpack that because it's such a complicated and layered thing. So there's first like the desire I have to fit in the desire to be loved and to feel like I have a place, you know, in my family, with my friends, I want to be the person that someone can rely on. I want to be that person. So I find value in that And if someone taps into that desire in me, or even just honestly, if it's just like a passing by and they happen to say something that's like, hey, would you mind helping with whatever? My instinct is generally going to be like, yes, I would love to help. And sometimes I notice myself saying, sure, I'd love to help or yes, let me figure out how to do that before I've even fully processed the request. And I need to learn to slow the fuck down (laughs) because... I'll watch my mouth flapping words. Yes, let me figure that out for you. Let me figure this out. Sure, let me do it. I guess I'll put that on my schedule. And sometimes I even notice that the words are coming out, just like I said, it like, I guess I'll get that on my schedule. So I'm sounding already resentful in the way that I'm accepting the request. That's my first clue, right? (laughs) It's just, oh, why am I doing it? Why am I doing it? So I need to learn to hear things happen and give myself more than a split second to decide to verbally respond so that I don't accidentally say yes and put things on my schedule that I probably don't even need to do, definitely didn't want to do, and I'm confused about why I'm doing it all once it's said and done. So that's the first thing is it's a desire to help, to be connected, to be loved. Then there is the it's already happened, right? So I've said, yes, (laughs) I've said yes. And where I know that I've gone wrong in saying yes, is that it starts to occupy a lot of my brain space where normally not to say like my brain is like an empty desert. It's definitely not there's thoughts, but I like it when it's much more calm and there's not a ton of things in there. I like to have things to do, but I like to not have, you know, the list of 50,000 things. That's where I used to live. As a teenager, all through college, there was always like 50 million things, but now in my, in my forties, I just want it to be, you know, a little bit of work stuff, a little bit of personal stuff, a little bit of kid stuff. I just want it to be mellow. I want these things to be pretty matter of fact, simple decisions. I don't like to take all of my decision-making and throw it at stuff that doesn't matter (laughs) to me and doesn't matter to my quality of life in the moment. Or long term, I don't know, I just like to not have to stress it too much. So once I've said yes to something that I did not really want to do, my next tell is that I'm thinking about it all the time. And I'm also thinking, mean thoughts. Why did I say yes? That jerk? Why the heck? Da, 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 da. Don't they know? And then it occurs to me, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know that I'm in my mind going, oh my fucking God, I don't want to be doing this. Because I never said that. Honestly, they might've even forgotten about the, forgotten, (laughs) forgotten about the request in the first place. They've moved on. It's not in their mind anymore because they might've just been thinking a thought and I just swooped in and said, sure, I'll handle that and deal with it for you. And they went, yay, great. Or they didn't even care. They were just, you know, doodling around like, wouldn't it be cool if, and I'm the one who swooped in and grabbed it as though it was like a task that needed doing. So, I recognize that I have my anger and I have my frustration that I have said yes and I don't want to do the thing. I don't want to do it. And yet, I'm not even correcting it. That's the craziness. (laughs) In the people-pleasing process, I never would want the person that I'm trying to please to know that I'm pissed off about doing the thing that they asked me to do because that would undermine the pleasing of them. So you can see how it gets hairy really quickly. And then It becomes this annoying dance where you're trying to pretend to be happy around the person that you said you'd do something for, but you're not really happy because you don't want to do the thing, but they don't know that. And then, okay, here's where I go off the rails is when now I start getting questions about the thing. Has it been done yet? How has it resolved? And I didn't want to do it. And it is being taken care of, but it hasn't happened yet. And the planning has happened. Why are you asking me questions? And then I just feel like I'm being hounded. And now I just want to hide. So you can tell I have a lot of feels, a lot of feels around this kind of commitment to stuff that I don't like. So what is the solution? Well, I'm so glad you asked, because this is what I've been asking myself is like, how do I stop saying yes to these things? And why did I not want to do it in the first place? So my first thing was to just go through and assess like, okay, the honest truth is I've been saying yes to too many things I didn't want to do. Why am I mad? I'm like, well, I'm annoyed that it's taking away time that I wanted to be putting towards other things. I'm mad that it's me reaching out and doing more research, again, taking away time from other things that I wanted to be doing. I'm annoyed that it's taking away money that I wanted to spend on other things because I've also, this is just my own personal madness, decided to financially go out of my way to do some of this stuff for other people instead of just saying, Hey, it's going to cost this much, pay me and I'll do your coordination, which would be a significantly less stressful thing. But, um, anyway, I look at all that (laughs) and go, okay, here's where you've gotten yourself in the ditch blaze. This is, this is how it happened. How are we not going to do it again? And I've had to look at like, okay, well, what did I really want to be doing instead? So then I come up with that list and like, oh, I wanted to work on this project instead. I wanted my money to go to this particular investment instead. Um, I wanted to have some free time, And I feel like I'm not getting it anymore. So I'm a little annoyed about that because I had other things that were going to take up this time and now I don't have this time. Oh, there it is. There were things I had slated for the time that this is now taking up. And I'm feeling like I don't have time for my things anymore because I'm dealing with someone else's things. There it is. Ah, honestly, like just, um, that part of the process was very helpful to go. There it is. That is the thing. (laughs) how am I not going to do it again? And now I'm learning and, you know, this is going to be a process. So ask me again in a year, how I've been doing at it. And I'll let you know. I'm looking at my life, not necessarily as a whole calendar, but a little bit. Often I do look at my little calendar and go, well, what are the things that I'm wanting to accomplish in these spheres of time? What are my goals for the year? What do they take time-wise? What do they take mentally from me? Um, how am I spending that energy? So I have goals like to learn languages. I have goals to be, um, improving my business and outreach and expanding and meeting new people. I have goals with my home. I've got, you know, goals with my relationships. And honestly, the goals just for spare time to just slow down health goals as well. Like I want all of those things to not feel rushed. And if there's too many things, I feel rushed. (laughs) Ah, so there it is. And now I'm noticing that I'm going to need to learn to say no. When someone comes and asks me for a favor, they come ask me for a thing, or they just mention that they're having a stress. I have to notice that my mouth wants to open up and say, Hey, let me help you with that. And I'm learning to just pause and go, "Ah, okay. That's cool. (laughs) Like what an interesting problem you have there and just observe and validate and whatever without automatically offering to resolve the problem for other people. And to remember that it's okay that resolving my own stuff is just as worthy of praise and of value and of love as what I'm resolving for other people. So that's been a big, big aha for me lately is to recognize like, wait a minute, I can actually value this just as much if I'm resolving it for myself as if I'm resolving it for other people. Because if I'm not resolving my things, I'm really just like offloading it onto other people. Like they're going to deal with my resentment, the things that I wanted to do, like they're going to swoop in and try to do for me or help me out with because we all care about each other. I'm not actually managing myself very well. How can I manage myself really well? Huh? I don't know. It's not something I'd really thought about before. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think about it before, but I didn't. (laughs) So here's where I'm at is a woman. I would say I'm not struggling, but I'm definitely in the beginning phases of learning how to function in my life and have it be enough, have what I'm working on and what my goals are feel important enough to me to not feel in need to resolve things for other people needlessly without them asking and to even have them ask and say, here is my limit. I'm willing to help for this phase and, you know, decide where I'm cutting that off. Is it financially? Is it with my time? Is it with my brain power? Like, where is my cutoff so that I can know what that is? And before, I guess I didn't even know that I had a limit. (laughs) I think that's what happens when you want to please everybody's, you don't even recognize you have a limit until you've gone so far past it that you're resentful and you're tired and you're exhausted and you don't know why you're so upset all the time anymore. And I don't want to be that person. I don't like myself as that person. So how do I be the person that I like the most, which is like happy, chill living in her best like vibe self. How do I do that? And it's really by, by being enough, by being enough, by recognizing, like, you know, getting up and living the life that I live is pretty darn great. And I don't need it to be more spectacular than it is because it's already pretty great. I can just be content and I can offer to help and I can enjoy helping. And I am allowed to help myself and I'm allowed to help myself first and truly. Yeah, it, that's mind-blowing. It's like a hard concept for me to get my mind around sometimes. Is that enough? Yes, it is. I know it is. And I want to get to the point where I'm really feeling that truth. And I guess it's a journey. It's always going to be a journey. So to all my people-pleasers out there, I, I don't know how much that all resonated with you, but I would imagine some of it. <laughs> I I know I'm not the only one, like we do swoop in, we want to solve things for people, we want people to love us, we want people to love us, and when we finally come home, right, to ourselves and recognize, it's okay to just, I can love myself, I don't need all of these other people to love me, I don't need to get love by solving someone else's problems, that's not why I'm worthy of love, and they love me whether I do that or not, and to test that out. Oof. Life can change. Life can change. And it's interesting too, because I think it's not even about becoming like so self-sufficient and not leaning on or relying on others. I actually think it allows you to know, know your space, know who you are and what you want and what you do and lean on them in a, a more authentic, I don't know if that's the word, a more natural capacity and allow them to lean on you in the capacity where you're actually happiest to help, where that's an easy thing for you to do. And I think that leads to a lot closer relationships, a lot more ease in those kinds of back and forths. Mm. Yeah. So I wish for you, ah, honoring yourself, recognizing that you have so much value and the things that you want and the things that you want to spend your time and your brain power and your love and your emotion and your money on, they're important. They're so important. They're worthy. You don't need to take on other people's stuff and put all of that into their stuff, particularly before they even directly ask you for it. (laughs) And even then you still aren't obligated. Let's make our lives less about obligation and more about, um, honesty and having those clear and healthy boundaries and sense of, um, I don't know who we are, where we are, when we are, (laughs) what our limits are so that we can really, really occupy that and not stretch ourselves too thin. I wish you a fabulous week and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.